welcome to the Chronicle of Geek with me, Mike. And me, Tony. Yeah, it has been quite a while since our last podcast. Yeah, it's um, been a, a little bit of time. Um, I had a little look. I believe the last one we did was, what, about nine months ago? <laughs> so... But we've been getting some new subscribers and followers on our Facebook page. So thank you to everyone that has followed, even though we've not released any content whatsoever but we'll be changing that this year you know we've both been incredibly busy but this year we'll hope to have a lot more content for you it's funny isn't it the whole world's been in lockdown and me and you have been like the busiest we've ever been i was like i was was thinking about that i was like doing this whole lockdown period when everyone else said they've had nothing to do i'm like i've been really busy (laughs) i've had so much to do that i've not even been able to do like just anything else yeah it's been a bit crazy Mm. but hopefully like we said 2021 there's a lot of stuff Plans to get released, like mm-hmm. things that were supposed to be released last year, oh, yeah. things that will get released this year. Yeah. And that's going to give us good content for the Chronicle of Geek mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah, as Tony was saying, you know, with the lack of content of movies last year, a lot of studios are trying to make up for it this year, especially a studio like Warner Brothers with the recent purchase of HBO, you know, and the new streaming service, HBO Max. They plan on releasing a lot of the big movies on HBO Max simultaneously with you know the cinema releases as well so one of those movies that we want to talk about is Godzilla vs Kong which they released a trailer I think was it a week ago or so oh man like I was just like okay I'm, I'm here for this I don't care if if the cinemas are open I am gonna go and watch this <laughs> like I feel like this film needs to be seen on the big screen not on a small screen in my opinion what did you think of it, Tony? Yeah, the trailer got me quite excited, and I completely agree with you. You know, you've got two massive animals, <laughs> basically. You know, a giant, a giant gorilla and a giant lizard. So, of course, you got to go see it on the big screen. They won't, they won't fit on a normal TV. But yeah, you know what mm. I mean. It's it's one of those like you can tell it's going to be a big action movie, mm. and they're always better on the big mm. screens. Oh yeah, and even even with the um the the way it's shot, it looks from the trailer anyway. It looks quite beautiful with some of those scenery, especially I think there's a scene with Godzilla in Tokyo and the colours just look really, really stunning. And I'm just like, wow, this is amazing. And I mean, obviously, you know, with the previous Godzilla movies, as good as there were, there were issues that I think people had with it. And one of those was just the focus on the human characters. And from what I've heard, the studios have listened and they've decided, you know, with this movie, they're not going to focus too much on the human characters because they know what we all want to see is Godzilla and King Kong, or Kong in this movie, fighting each other. You know, like that's what we all want. So hopefully that's what we'll get and not too many humans interfering in between. Yeah, exactly. Who doesn't want to see a giant gorilla swing a massive haymaker at a giant? I know. (laughs) When I saw that, I was like, wow. The one thing that Godzilla has in his arsenal, that, that nuclear blast, whatever thing that is, and, you know, King Kong is just like, yeah, that ain't doing nothing to me. <laughs> what else have you got? Exactly. Just, yeah. No, the trailer, like you said, the trailer does look really visually stunning, in my opinion, as well. You talked about the colours in the Tokyo scene. Um, I saw the scene as well where Kong was just sat in, like, the jungle. And just, like, the way it worked and how everything looked, mm. it just looks really, really mm. good. It looks like they put a lot of effort into the visuals oh, of yeah. it, which 
is I'm going to appreciate mm. a lot. Yeah, and even again from like the way the trailer looks, it almost felt like a a Kong highlight reel. Like if you were a Godzilla fan, I would not be happy <laughs> seeing literally throughout the whole trailer, all we saw was Godzilla just getting beaten up by Kong, like nothing else with it. So I'm even wondering, would they have another trailer before the movie comes out, but this time showcasing Godzilla even more, or would it just or would that be it? And we would all just come in assuming that King Kong, or again, why am I calling him King Kong? He's just Kong in this movie. He's not king. He's not a king yet. <laughs> but like, you know, in this with this trailer, all it showed was just Kong just owning Godzilla all over the place. And I'm like, well, we'll get another trailer showing the opposite of, you know, Godzilla doing that. Yeah, that was one thing I noticed as well. It was almost, it almost came across that it was a King Kong slash Kong movie rather than, Kong versus Godzilla, mm. if that makes sense, because there was so much footage of Kong in the trailer mm. that it was almost like, oh, this is what he does. Oh, he finds a giant lizard in his storyline and has to fight it, yeah. rather than it being two giants from their own sort of franchises mm. coming up against each other. Yeah, and, and again, of course, the making Godzilla seem like the villain, which from a lot of the theories and from what it looks like with from the trailer, it seems like the villain will actually be Mecha Godzilla. I believe that's who it is. He was, was featured in, I think, the previous movies, like the older, older movies, and that he's said to be the villain and you know, people will think it's the actual Godzilla, but really it's not. And both of them are just like clashing, you know, Batman v Superman kind of thing. So <laughs> that's what it looks like. But man, I am really looking forward to it. You know, it was one of my top 10 anticipated movies this year and Seeing that trailer, I was like, okay, it's probably my top five anticipated films now, you know, and I can't wait to get till it comes out. I would definitely be watching it. Yeah, the anticipation is definitely high for me as well. It'll be interesting to see sort of where they go with it and the lore behind both uh, animals, I guess, both creatures, both beasts, whatever you want to call them as. Um, because I know they briefly mentioned in the trailer that they said there was a war and they kind of hinted at the fact that these giant gorillas had a fight with these other giant lizards or reptiles. And so maybe there's going, they're going to delve into that a little bit and put a bit of background in. It'll just be interesting to see exactly what goes on. There. Yeah. Yes. I know that's, that's the other interesting thing. Like I'd read a, a, a theory. I mean, I, I hope this isn't a spoiler. I don't think it is. It was just like a theory that um, supposedly the reason why those two would clash is because obviously from the last movie, we saw that Godzilla, you know, he was the king of the monsters and you know he thought yeah i'm the top dog however supposedly he would find out that the monsters now seem to be moving towards skull island where kong resides and that's because he's supposedly now the king you know or king kong <laughs> and godzilla would not like that and therefore would want to kind of reclaim that status of king and then that's how both of them would end up clashing. That's what I'd heard, which would be kind of cool to see that. But <laughs> we'll have to see why these two are fighting. And it comes out on March the 26th on HBO Max, as well as cinemas everywhere. So we don't even have that long to wait. Sort of what? Just under two months. Yeah. So not long at all. Really. Mm, yeah, So which is, which is actually really good because, you know, throughout the past year, everyone had been like, Where's the Godzilla versus Kong trailer? Because they'd finished, I think, the film like ages ago and it was supposed to come out last year. So obviously when it didn't, everyone was still like, okay, but where's the trailer? Where's the trailer? Where, where is it? 
So I kind of like the fact that they've released it like just over a little, a little over a month before its release. So that way the anticipation wouldn't be too long and, you know, just four to eight more weeks left and we'll get the film. Yeah, I think I think they've timed that quite well, to be honest, like you mm. said. So it allows enough time for like hype and anticipation to build, but not so much to where it's the point that the hype is can never match up to the actual movie, mm. which a lot of big budget movies have done previously. It's always really annoying when you see a really good trailer and then you're like, oh, okay, the movie's not as good as the trailer made mm. to be. Yeah, but I, I think that this one, you know, it's going to be a mindless action flick and as long as people turn their brains off, I can't see how this would not be entertaining at least. So, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> well, you know, let us know if um, to the listeners, let us know whether or not you'll be seeing this film and who you'll be waiting for. Would it be Godzilla or Kong? Actually, I haven't even asked you to turn. Who are you waiting for in this? I'm Team Kong. Team Kong, that's it. That's it. It's all about Team Kong. <laughs> I think most people that I've seen online, most people are also on Team Kong. And I'm like, wow, Godzilla is, does not seem to be very popular out there. <laughs> It'd be interesting to find out if that's sort of a Western world side compared to like the japanese yeah because obviously godzilla is a japanese mm, franchise yeah. so it'd be interesting to see how people in japan and maybe other parts of asia feel whether they're more like side with godzilla mm. over kong i don't know sure. but yeah be, let, us, let us know in the comments let us know what you think who you're signing with who you're rooting for yeah. and whether you're going to go see the movie mm, yeah i mean i even saw a little side joke someone was saying that maybe over in Japan, they got the version of the trailer where Godzilla was beating Kong. <laughs> and in the Western world, we got the Kong version. <laughs> That's it. It's trying try to split the world in mm. half. <laughs> but I mean, one more thing, I mean, I do hope also, you know, because again, one of the problems of a lot of these kind of movies where it's like a versus between two big franchises is that there's not usually a clear winner. And I'm like, just give us a clear one. Once. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You look at like a- Alien versus Predator or Freddy versus Jason. Mm. And then, yeah, <laughs> you think, you know, there's one of them should win really. Mm. But there's always that little bit at the end where you're just like, oh, yeah, they haven't actually. Yeah. Won, so we'll have to wait and see if they do that with this as mm. well. But yeah, that should be good. That should be good. So what's next up, Tony? Another announcement, actually, relating to movies that we're going to talk about. It also relates to video games and one of my sort of favourite franchise video games. And I've been playing the third instalment of it quite a lot recently with a couple of my mates. I'm talking about Borderlands. Borderlands, the movie, which was originally announced in 2015, is finally starting to pick up pace. So in the last episode we did like nine months ago, (laughs) we mentioned that uh, Kate Blanchett had been announced to play a role. And then really recently uh kevin hart has been announced to be playing roland who is the leader um of the sort of the main characters that you follow throughout this series uh the characters you play you get missions set by roland he's he's sort of in charge of what where you are and the team you're working with uh so i think it's a bit of an interesting thing to give that role to kevin hart yeah, what kind of character is roland so R- roland is generally quite a serious character um in the background of his story he sort of went to war on a planet um and his his planet left all the soldiers on the planet to sort of just die out they sort of decided it wasn't worth paying the money to bring them back from the other planet like you know space travel and the costs involved Mm. in that um and he and basically he ended up sort of rebelling and organizing all the soldiers on the planet and working their way back to their home planet to sort of fight against 
the organization that left them there. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's got quite a dark background in terms of he's been through a lot, quite traumatic, you know, typical kind of military army style background. <laughs> so I think it's quite an interesting casting to put Kevin Hart in that role because obviously he's well known for his comedy roles, even in movies like Jumanji. He has those one-liners and those funny yeah. things that he puts into the role and what happens. So it'll be interesting to see him. I don't know whether he maybe wanted to play a more serious role, so he's not as typecast as such. Mm, maybe, but, but who knows? I and mean, then the thing that it seems like quite a number of these um, com- comedic actors, especially like stand-up comedians, are trying to get into more serious roles. You know, we're seeing with um, Chris Rock, who is producing and starring in the Saw spin-off. You know, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, I just can't get that comedic side of that of that person out. You know, and I feel like would it be the same with Kevin Hart? Like now, if it was a character who, let's say, he is quite dark, but it, his kind of dialogue is very much comedic, but in a dark way, then I could be like, okay, I can see, you know, Kevin pulling something like that off. But if it's like yeah. serious character, and I'm just like, this dude is supposed to be serious. And again, Borderlands is. From obviously, I've, I've only played the Tales from the Borderlands, but it also appears quite over the top, slightly comedic, almost like a Tarantino style movie. Yes, and I'm like, you know, if you've got someone like Kevin Hart, who is a comedic actor, and, and you're just putting him in a very serious role, I'm like, would people take him seriously in a movie like that? <laughs> you're completely right. Like the Borderlands thing is very over the top, mm. and Roland is almost one of those characters that is there to sort of ground it back down do you know almost like he is the serious Mm. one just so it's not so over the top so every time you interact with him it just like brings you back down to the ground just to re-earth you and sort of keep you from thinking it's too over the top Mm. so yeah it'll be interesting to see a comedian being cast in that (laughs) role but also on uh borderlands related news um it has been announced that they're going to start filming in hungary very soon and that the hungary movie industry has opened up space as they said for lionsgate who are the production company behind the movie so yeah we might have some more news on casting very soon because if they've sorted out times and places to start filming Mm. i'm guessing they're going to want to start getting that done as soon as possible and obviously they need the cast to do that (laughs) yeah based on like obviously your knowledge of the game obviously we've got um Roland and I'm guess is it Lilith? Is that the other is that Kate Blanchard's character? Yeah, Lilith. Yeah, she's sort of the main female protagonist in the games. Mm, I'm just wondering who which other characters do you think are most likely to pop up based on you know what we've seen so far from these two? So if if we've already got Roland and Lilith, Mm. I'm gonna guess that we're likely to see characters brick who's a massive, just like, loves action. Very much like Dwayne The Rock Johnson's <laughs> cast-type character. That is literally what he is in a video that's gonna be him. I'm not saying necessarily that he will... Yeah, I'm not saying he will definitely play him, but if you think of the stereotypical The Rock role mm. in movies, that is what Brick is in the video game. So just so case, wouldn't surprise me if someone like him or Dave Bautista to play him. So just in case, you know, if one of those two get cast in a movie... You know, we, we did this first, you know, they listened to us, they they heard our podcast and they were like, that's genius. We never actually thought about that, you know, and then <laughs> that's it. Exactly. Another character I'd like to see is Zero, who's kind of an assassin class in the games. He's mm. the character that I played as in Borderlands 2. 
and I'm playing Borderlands 3 at the moment and I've just sort of come across him in the storyline and he's sort of uh, one of the characters in Borderlands 3 that's helping to run everything that's going on. He's sort of working underneath Roland almost as okay. one of Roland's assistants or to help give missions and help out the characters. So I think he would be good to see. I don't think you can have a Borderlands movie without someone like Moxie who is, she's in the game, she's a quest giver, but she's a a staple character she owns a bar in all three of the games um mm. so you know it's, it's where the it's where the vault hunters who are the characters in the game go to have drinks and chill out after they've done the mission uh yeah so someone like that will have to be in there and she's a very again over we mentioned how over the top borderlands is she's sort of an over the top if you imagine sort of that 1920s cabaret american style cabaret dancer with those dresses and like the almost a top hat kind of thing but feminine that's kind of how she dresses so she's got a very over the top kind of character and personality i bet someone like her it would be rebel rebel wilson that would end up being cast as someone like that you know what someone like that would be (laughs) yes they would fit the personality of moxie um especially as also she seems to have dated like every other character in the game as well so (laughs) (laughs) you know someone like rebel wilson would be able to play that off uh quite well Mm. um there's also uh handsome jack who was the main enemy the main baddie in borderlands 2 mm. and there's a lot of backstory behind him about how he got to where he was and how he ended up in charge yeah i was gonna like mention him because again f- even though i've never played a borderlands game he's the one that i'm most familiar with and it, well and he just appears in the second game is that it he well he's the main enemy in the second game i think he's also in the prequel game yeah i know that he was in tales from the borderlands as well and he also gets i know he gets talked about in the other games as well so people refer to him like oh when handsome jack was in charge this happened when handsome jack did this this happened so he has although he only appears sort of in one game in person everyone knows who he is even from the other games before Mm -hmm. you sort of even meet him because uh, he's doing stuff in the background kind of thing so in movie terms you he's almost definitely going to be there because he's he's created a lot of stuff that you deal with indirectly if that makes sense in the games mm, yeah uh, so, you know he's the one who's told the baddies to go off and do this mm. which happens to be the same place you go to in the game so although you don't see him you know he's there because you end up conversing with someone who says oh handsome jack sent us or something like that so i was going to say like again depending on when the film takes place if it's let's say in the past around the time where he's alive he may be working in the background you know we may not necessarily see him until like the very end or something or let's say if the film takes place post jack you know he would be talked about a lot and we would get to feel you know the the thing that he's left behind like his legacy whether it's destruction or something bad that has happened it's because of him and we would see the remnants of that if you know it's a post jack film yeah so yeah i think we'd have to have handsome jack if we're having a uh borderlands movie and a couple of our characters that i think we have to have are claptrap who's a little sort of robot who's an assistant but just completely useless (laughs) in things like he tries to be helpful but he's just not and he quite often makes sarcastic almost insulting comments about your play style <laughs> while you're playing the game so that would, you know there's quite a lot there for a good voice actor to take over someone like him now obviously since this isn't a game he could 
be the fourth wall breaking character, but in a way, in a movie sense. So yes, potentially mention like I could see like a joke where like he could mention something about one of the characters in the movies not acting like how they are in the games. Or, you know, something like, you know, how, like, oh, the fans aren't going to be happy with this kind of thing, just as a joke. Like. <laughs> That's exactly the type of character the Clapchat robot is, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, something sort of quite sarcastic If he broke the fourth wall, it would not surprise me. Like, you wouldn't be surprised <laughs> knowing his character if he was to do that. He also sounds like the sort of character where you could either be really interesting, like, loved by everyone who watches it, or it could be... A very annoying character if the jokes are just persistent throughout and we're just like okay we get it and that's the thing in the game he he goes between the two at points you love him and at other times you're just like please just shut up like <laughs> i've had enough and listening to your voice now <laughs> and he's you know he's the character he will start telling his story and you just kind of walk away in the game and he just <laughs> make a comment that you never listen to him or something like that so yeah and the last character i definitely want to see there's a lot of other characters but one i really want to see in the movie is a guy called talk and he is a weapons manufacturer in the games so you kind of come across him as making weapons for the different companies who produce the weapons Mm. and he's he's quite a over-the-top character again but sort of serious and funny at the same time Mm. um not like super serious but not super funny either and he's quite he's almost like a bodybuilder type character but not as big as brick that we mentioned earlier for like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, oh, but he looks like he goes to the gym regularly. More like um, if I was if I was describing his physique, he's more like a Terry Crews style build. Oh, I was, oh, I was really going to say someone like Chris Hemsworth, who is not as big as Dwayne yeah. the Rock Johnson. <laughs> yeah, so that that's kind of the area we're looking at in terms of physique. Um, yeah, I, I again, I don't know who would play him. Uh, possibly Terry Crews would fit that role, but yeah. it. I, who knows it's i'm not great at casting people so it's not for me. but yeah you know there's a few other characters and if you're listening to this let me know what characters you would like to see i've i know i've left loads out mm. but let me know if there's which character you want to see and who you would like to play that role as well That'd yes uh, when is it coming out is it this year or was it there's been no mention about when it's coming out like i said recently the hungry film industry have said and they can and have opened up space for Lionsgate to start filming in Hungary, okay. um, which I imagine if they haven't even started filming is very unlikely to be this year, especially with everything going on. Yes. Um, but yeah. it, fingers crossed, maybe next year we'll have to wait and see. Mm. Um, I think there'll be, there'll be quite a lot of post filming processing going on. Cause if you look at the games, there's obviously going to be quite a lot of CGI involved in the movie as well. So. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, it sounds like the kind of film I would definitely be looking forward to watching. So I can't wait to to see the first trailer when that comes out eventually. Eventually, yeah. You know, we'll update you on the podcast when it does. So that brings us to the end of this episode of the Chronicle of Geek podcast. But before we go, Mike has a recommendation. Yes, our recommendation of the week for this week will be Disney Plus's WandaVision. And I mean, I would like to hope a lot of you have been watching it, but if you have not, what are you doing? Go and watch this. Subscribe to Disney Plus and watch this. <laughs> like, if you're a fan of the MCU, uh, you know, you, we haven't had an MCU film in what, two years or something, which feels like a long time. <laughs> and 
But one division is here to kind of fill that gap. It's I think a nine episode series. Each episode is like half an hour long, and I'm not going to say much about it, but it's very interesting, and it's certainly quite creepy, you know. But this series is supposed to lead into something major that will happen in the next phase of the MCU in the movies. So in order to know what will happen in the future films, you might have to watch this series. So, But give it a watch if you're a fan of like shows like The Twilight Zone and all these kind of weird, like just bizarre shows. That is what WandaVision is. It's very, very bizarre, quite creepy, but it's, it's amazing. Yes, and that brings us to the end of our podcast for this evening. And, you know, we hope you've enjoyed listening to us. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening to it. Also, follow us on our Facebook page, Chronicle of Geek, the podcast. So we hope you've enjoyed it and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
Thank you.